Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you. Mikey Meatballs behind the glass. And my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta. Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is up, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Got Thursday morning here coming to you and uh, early baseball. I love it. Metropolitans on top for nothing. Just let's just play the Nationals every day. This team lays down for the Phillies. Phillies go to play against the Dodgers. They drop. They're teasing me, Parley kid. Getting us back in there, right? We get swept by the Phillies. <clears throat> We're all dead. I, I'm tagging in hard knocks. I'm like, the season's over. Now no. I'm gonna beat the Nationals. You're, and you're no. in the you're in the NFC East of uh, MLB right here. Anything can happen. <laughs> you might win with 80 wins this year. I'll take it. It's very. I'll possible. take it. It's all right. You know what's possible? Your lumberjack Yankees in October swinging and missing. It gets a little cold. We very, get it. Very Everyone's possible. 270 pounds and can't get a base hit when they need it. But anyway, we got the Mets going on. Uh, we got what else is going on? Oh, Moderna 76, Pfizer 42. That's percent versus a Delta variant. Bad beat for anyone who had Pfizer plus 33 and a half. Are we, uh, are we all Moderna? I'm Moderna. What does Harry have again? <laughs> Harry's got the, Harry's got the combination. Harry was, so I think he gets the, yeah. Maga- I think he the gets middle the middle 58%. Yeah. like 3%. percent Am I the only Pfizer? Said, it's that high. I think I'm only Pfizer here. <laughs> no, I'm Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, that's the, the, that's just the beginning for Harry. You had a good bed ache. We don't usually do bed aches in the second show of the week, but Harry, you had a good one. Braves, three-run homer. Your old team you used to root for. You bet against yeah. them, picked against them, three-run homer in the 11th inning. Yeah, I think Brian had more fun with this one, uh, obviously, than I did because, uh, <laughs> look, I mean, honestly, it just happens nonsense. It's been, we've been betting for, God knows how, 30-plus years. Say four, it. 40. It helps uh, to talk 40. about it, yeah. And uh, this is the worst I've ever been in Major League Baseball ever. This has just been an awful season. And last night, had the Reds on my extra points pick, down 5 nothing. Then it's 5-3. They tie it in the ninth, 5-5. Five, five. Take a 6-5 lead in the 11th, only to give up a 3 on homer with two outs. To, uh, uh, who was it? Alves? Alves. 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 Hits a three on home run and I lose again on an extra points pick. Looking for two. I'm just looking for two wins in a row. I can't get it. It's unbelievable. Get the one. Just get the one. Wow. And then everyone, everyone, just urge everyone to fade you after you get the one win in a row, which is miraculous in itself. But um, yeah, the, has anyone ever won an extra inning game? Betting an extra right? inning oh. game? I've, I've not heard of it. Right. If you have, <laughs> please email us, cousinsalagainstallodds <laughs> at gmail.com. Our like kids record isn't won. that much better. Oh, in the, oh, really? Is that what's going on? Well, I don't know. I, Brian and I hit training. yesterday. Um, no, I don't think you're right. So it's not like uh, Furman in the hockey overtimes, right? This is like right. uh, these yeah. extra inning games. Uh, they're brutal because really you should be able to score a run, right? Every mm-hmm. extra inning, you should be able to push one across. Like teams that don't push one across are just doing a terrible well, job. Well, you know what drives me crazy in those games? It'll go into the bottom of the inning tied, right, in extra innings, and you have that oh. bottom team, and they don't bunt. And, and they, they don't, don't bunt. bunt. No one And then bunts. they just fly out, strike out, yeah. inning over. It's just... I mean, it's an automatic <laughs> run, right? If you have a runner on third and one out, very... Well, I'd love to see the odds on that. I mean, it's got to be better than uh, Pfizer, for sure. <laughs> the percentage of scoring. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is. But, um, all right, so we got that. These guys aren't done, though. There's a little segment called Sharp Tank. We'll see a little <clears throat> later in the episode where they give us their best bets for today, tomorrow, the weekend, 
what have you. Also, extrapoints.com, nonstop picks. I mean, now it is past a year. Is it almost 400 days in a row you guys have given picks? <laughs> yeah, it's like three. Uh, it's closing three in eight, on yeah. 400. Three yeah. Wow. 380 or something like that. Have a today. Pretty good. Uh, the AFC West, we're going to run down that now. We went over the three AFC divisions so far. We go over over-unders. We go over player props. We go over team, uh, who's going to win the division. For the East, we had the Bills across the board. For the North, we were split on the Browns and the Ravens. Um, mm. For the South, I think I was the only one who took the Colts. Looking a little better now, maybe, that uh, that Carson Wentz is potentially going to be back week one. Who knows? Such a rugged schedule, though, for them anyway, that first month. And then we're going to preview the West, which, um, of course, focuses on the biggest favorite of all, the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll go over that. Yes, they're 12 and a half is their over-under. To make the playoffs is minus 1,200. It doesn't get high. I mean, those were New England Patriot numbers. Mm -hmm. You know, Brady, 2010 on, whatever it was. So that's – but we're going to go over what needs to happen for them not to make the playoffs. It's a ton. A ton needs to go down. And But right now, we have an Olympic champion, Harry. This is exciting. American hero. All right, here she is, our guest today, a four-time WNBA All-Star, a WNBA champion. And last week, she became an Olympic champion as a member of the U.S. women's basketball team. And more importantly, she allowed me to cash in thousands of dollars on my bet for the U.S. to win the most golds. American hero Chelsea Gray is here. What's up, Chelsea? Hi, how are you guys? Everything's great. Uh, it's good to have you. I see you've taken the medal off. I mean, this is, it's not even a week and you already <laughs> took, I've ha- I'd have that it's, thing on for months. It's, I think. it's never too far away. It's never oh, too far away. Ah, it's beautiful. Is it heavier than people might imagine or, or just? You know, when it's got, when it was put around my neck, I, it was a lot heavier than I thought. Really? I thought it was like, you like, you had medals when you were growing up. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. You, that was my close experience of holding up a medal. So it, it's pretty heavy. Like I've had it in my bag. I'm like, something's in here. And I feel like it's like another computer or something's <laughs> in there. But it, it is a lot heavier. They put computers in the medals. It's amazing what they think of. <laughs> uh, that, that gold medal game against Japan, you won 90-75, right? You won by 15. It seemed like you could have won by 30. Were you surprised how much you guys dominated out there or are you just in such a rhythm that it doesn't matter anymore? Once we started in a rhythm, I mean, it was only up from there. Um, There were still those moments where we thought we could play a lot better than what we did. But just like our attention to detail in every moment in each game, even in the pool play, like that was going to prepare us for the medal rounds. And so when it came to that final game, you know, it was just putting it all together, what we had been talking about during film or during practice. And it was just a great feeling out there and everybody, you know, working hard for each other. You took care of business. You now you've played, you had the advantage. I think this is an advantage. You played in Israel and Spain and Turkey. So it was probably less of an adjustment for you. But I bet a few, at least a few of your teammates, this was one of their first times going overseas and competing, right? Um, I think everyone has had a, almost everyone has had an experience with like international play or the nice. ball or sometimes the rules. Like for example, um, the defensive three second rule, like that's allowed in the FIBA rule. So we were, we were used to going in and out of the key when on health side and it's like, no, you can just stand there and camp out a little bit. So yeah. that was a little bit different. The ball, um, has some differences. Um, so that was the main thing, you know, basketball is basketball, but just the way people set up defensively and offensively has a little bit, a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Now let me, cause you beat the home 
team, right? Basically, right? Yeah. So you, what yeah. happens when you walk, normally you walk into a sushi bar and the chefs like greet you in unison, they say hello, but what, did you get an extra when you go in a sushi bar in Tokyo? Do you get like a extra praise or do they ignore you? What happens when the American- We act, we actually weren't able to go into a sushi bar. So I'll let what? you know when, <laughs> when that happens. We were kind of, we were pretty much in a bubble. So we weren't able to go anywhere. That kind of stinks. And they made you sleep or was that overstated? Did they make you sleep in cardboard boxes? We actually stayed in a hotel. I do know that some, I have some friends on different teams in different countries Mm-hmm. And there, underneath, there is a, a, a cardboard underneath. But I, I personally cannot attest to like what that felt like, the experience, or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, <laughs> they would have to use a lot of cardboard on basketball players, right? Um, how was it with the men's team in the crowd? You rooting them on, them rooting you on? Because it, it, it's weird playing in front of no crowd, right? That at least, no matter where you are, that's got to be strange. But um, was, was there a fun camaraderie between the two squads? Yeah, I think like going into Japan, I think a lot of people didn't know if this was actually going to happen and be able to take place in the way it did. And so walking into there and I know like past Olympians were like, oh, it's usually loud and everybody's excited. And you just hear our men's team (laughs) chanting us or running onto the court. So it was pretty cool experience to have that. I don't know moment in which you know we're the only ones in the crowd and it's like okay let's go guys like let's let's get this gold mm-hmm. um so that's a, that was a little bit different and it was cool to see them and cheer us on yeah now at any moment did any of you or your teammates get together like hey we have to do this for cousin sal he bet a lot of many thousands of dollars on the united states to win the most gold yours was the the one i was least worried about i mean it was uh um, it was definitely coming in. i um i don't know if i was a part of that conversation uh, i might have missed that i might have missed that at first uh so i'll let you know if they if they talked about that or not. all right thank you i appreciate it if you do some research there now what now you're back you're back in the colonies <clears throat> you're playing obviously big, big, you know, it's everything. Competition is heating up. You guys are one game behind Seattle. Is that right? You're 15 and six. Yes. I think one game behind the storm, right? Yes. But so you come back to the States, you're one game behind the Seattle storm for the league's best record. Is it hard after winning a gold medal to be like, guys, we really have to dig deep and we have to beat the fever, right? Is, is it strange or is it, or you just pick right back up where you left off? Um, it's kind of like a mindset, like mentally, just being able to kind of detach yourself away from that experience and like lock into the moment that we have now yeah. um, and be playing with the aces. So it's kind of like a switch that you have to, um, turn on right. now that you're back into season and it's full steam ahead. Like we're trying to end regular season, one of those top two spots. So I think it's just had to switch your mindset a little bit. And now you're playing, you're playing with people that you've been playing for a minute and um, it's now traveling in the season. So just a kind of a reset mind wise. Yeah. And how is Bill Lambert as a head coach? You must have some good stories for him. <laughs> Does he Bill, get you that Bill, right is, Bill is Bill. I, one thing I do know um, is that he wants the best for his players. Um, he, he pushes us to, to be great in, in, in that aspect. Um, but you also can tell that he he's a player's coach. Like he understands what it means to be an athlete and be a player and have this schedule. And so the way he communicates with us is a little bit different, but 
Bill is always going to be Bill. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the, that's the perfect line I can, I can say about Bill Embiid. Do you think the other coaches, men or women are afraid of him? He might, you know, you know he might pop off anytime. Um, let him tell it probably, but <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's scared of Bill. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> you like to cook to take the edge off. I, I was uh, reading about this. Yes. It's kind of like my therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I've, I've been gone and I've been in Tokyo, been in a hotel and I had to rely on other people cooking. And now I'm just like, I can't wait to get home and cook. <laughs> like, right. that's what I get excited about. It's like my way of getting out of this headspace of, you know, Chelsea, the athlete, the home person, the person that likes to cook and enjoy it and try different things and be creative with it. What's your, what's your go-to dish or what do you like working on now? Oh man, my tacos are fire. Really? Um, Sounds good right now. I would say my tacos, my meatballs, yeah. um, maybe my stuff, but a little bit of everything. But I would say number one is probably my tacos. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you live in yeah. Vegas. I, I, just, I mean, to take on the initiative of cooking when there's buffets everywhere. <laughs> See, I'm a slob, so I don't even think of these mm-hmm. things. Um, what about? I actually probably go. <laughs> <laughs> what about Vegas? Do you feel you have a home court advantage like none other that? You know, these other squads come to Vegas and they let loose. They go crazy, although with the pandemic, it hasn't been as uh, accessible. But uh, do you feel there's a little bit of that? And you guys are now trained and you live there. So it's not so big a deal, such a big deal. But you have the visiting teams come in, wreak havoc. I think it's I think a lot of people actually love coming to play in Vegas because of our fans and Mm -hmm. because of the atmosphere in which we play. Um, So I, I feel that it is advantage. Um, we yeah. try to win every home game that we have. Um, we've slipped <laughs> a couple, mm-hmm. uh, a few, but um, I think when you take care of your home court and you feel that behind your fans, like you're in good position when it comes playoff time. There you go. All right. Well, you're a game behind. Brother Bry, um, you know, has he's a degenerate gambler and he's <laughs> lost a lot of money on the WNBA. Can you give him any? Can you give him any tips on when to bet you guys, when to bet against you guys after a road trip, coming back from a road trip? Is there anything, anything you could help? Um, I don't really have any advice. I would always say just don't bet against this. Yeah. <laughs> are, are you fi- yeah. Are, are you guys fine? Well, I know this is your first year on the Aces, but you're finally going to top the storm this year? That is the plan. I want to be holding up that banner. <laughs> well, what about, also, what about the, the WBA Commissioner's Cup? is tonight. So I'm curious your thoughts on that. And um, who do you like? Because uh, right now I'm, I'm debating who I'm betting on in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Man, don't try to get any, any tips out of me, but I think it's a cool kind of experience. It's a way for, to draw fans back in after a little bit of a break. And so everybody will tune into the commissioner's cut. Um, I got to go with my USA teammates and Sue, Jewel and, uh, and Stewie, of course. Um, but I, I'm looking forward to a good game and to get back in the swing of things. Yeah, there you go. Well, we're very excited to have you, but uh, I feel that I need to write a check to whatever charity you want. You say the next charity that comes out of your mouth, because I won money and, uh, you were a lot largely due to you and your effort and, um, the women's basketball team. So where could I write this check? Uh, let's do precious lamb elementary going to the kids. Of course, precious lamb elementary. All right. I can yeah. do that. I'm going to look that up. By the way, I look it up. This is no surprise to you, but, um, you know, it's Chelsea Gray is a color. It's a shade of gray. You know this. I'm not I'm not telling you anything. But to do research on you, you have to go through 17 Google pages from Restoration Hardware before I could get to you. But is there any way they could change that? Can you sue them or 
I don't know what happened. Do your parents know that um, going in? Actually, when I first started playing, I looked at my name. You're exactly right. I thought there was going to be a little bit. I haven't Googled myself in a while. So maybe yeah. I'll try to send an email over to Google. Exactly. I think you are uh, more popular than the shade right now. So uh, we got to change that around. All right, Chelsea, thanks so much for coming on. American hero. God bless you. Be careful with that metal. It looks too heavy. I, I just, I hope you don't strain your neck or anything. I, I joked about wearing it all the time. But maybe you could take a break. I'll just let it um, rest on my pillow a little bit. There you go. All right. Thanks, Chelsea. I appreciate Thank it. You. Go, nice. Chelsea. Thank Thanks, Chelsea. Nice Congratulations. Yes. Congrats. Yeah. Nice meeting Congrats. all of you. Yes. Congratulations. Bye-bye. Uh, she's great. All right. Precious Lamb Elementary. That's where the money goes, Excellent. Harry. You got to give it back. You got to give it fantastic. back. That's fantastic. Good stuff, Sal. Good Gold stuff. medalist. Why not? You know, I didn't, get, I didn't get a chance to ask her, but yeah. Riley, my 10-year-old daughter, you know, she she has it in her head that she's going to be in the WNBA. And I just, you know, uh, I, I don't know how realistic this is. It just, <laughs> I, I meant to well, ask I don't her know. what she needs to do. Maybe. All right. Well, we have her, uh, we have her Zoom information, <laughs> so you can send her pictures of Riley and we can figure it all out. Uh, all right. Right there. So that's where we'll be going. Precious Lamb Elementary. There you go. Chelsea Gray. That was a lot of fun. Now, NFL. I guess we could talk about hard knocks. I talked about it on extra points. Parley kid. I, I didn't like most of it. I, I, McCarthy makes me cringe. Uh, you know, the setup Dak Zeke stuff is like, okay, but I get it. The Hollywood yeah. TV thing. Um, Harry, you want to jump in? I hear you have a duh of the day. I was wondering if anyone had thir at that, um, at that 30 to one, anyone have Dan Quinn for the most F bombs first. I mean, wow. Oh, he did have a lot. There's always one, right? Yeah. Always, they have to. They have to stay on the coach that swears the most. They have to pro, um, focus on. Right. Uh, well. Yes. Yeah, so I do I have like. I, I I, go ahead, Brian. Although I was going to say, Dad cursed a lot too. I was expecting. Yeah, Dad, he was. Dad seemed like a guy who early wouldn't, who wouldn't say a curse, but yeah, early on uh, in that show, he was. Yeah, he was pissed. I, off. I like that part, yeah. kid. Da angry Dak seemed like right. He seemed well, like I mean, it's like hey, I don't want to sit out, and now he's <laughs> yeah. done nothing but sit out, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know, he was. They were trying to protect him at least at first from what it seemed like his his ankle injury, and right. he, I, I I've already sat out enough. And then like now you're hearing you know he's still out like he's barely yeah. throwing a ball and it, mm. he's getting another Lots MRI. Of MRIs. This yep. is crazy. Yeah. I Don't actually stop. to be honest with you, Sal. Um, yeah. Same like you're saying, I McCarthy's stuff I find a little cringeworthy. Like, I, I don't know, if a little corny. I don't well, know if these players really buy into some of that stuff. But all right, mm -hmm. he's trying. He's trying. I found Zeke so likable. It was a different yeah. side of Zeke. I think uh, we had a chance to meet him a couple of years ago in Dallas. Uh, mm -hmm. My kids got, you know, they took a picture with him. He wasn't super friendly at all at that point. <laughs> so I don't know if he's playing up for the cameras, but he looks great. He looks in better shape than he ever has been. Yeah. Um, he might be primed for a big year, but if I found him uh, very likable and I liked, uh, I liked the Parsons kid a lot. He's like, I yeah. don't want to come out of this game. Keep me. Parsons I need more reps. Parsons, I, need I, don't, reps. I don't, Darren, Darren Parsons looks great, but I mean, in that uniform, he looks like a wide receiver. He doesn't look like a linebacker. Boy, oh, no, I don't know. no, he's big. He's big. He's well, is he big? About? I was saying to I my son, I was like, big. he doesn't look, he looks like kind of small. But then like Aikman's like, yep, he's got the size. He's got the quickness. But I, it's funny what a number could do to you, though. He well, wears yeah. number 11. It's, it's, and maybe that's just what it yeah, is. No, that's right? a slimming number. It's a very he, slimming right. number. Small in that right. uniform. It's true because <clears> when he was at Penn State, I, it's similar with like all those Penn State linebackers. He looked very big. He looked very big. Yeah, at right, Penn right. State. Yeah. Oh, he's a player. He's yeah, a oh, yeah. player. I do like awesome. that. 
I do mm. like that they rubbed the did, school they went to into yeah. the other players, right? We've like, been to Oxnard. Great place to watch uh, yeah. practice <clears throat> and everything. Great, but guys, yeah. but guys, Go being ahead, the national man of mystery, who I am, McCarthy's mojo moment bits gets a big duh, baby. That's the duh? Yeah. Big duh, I didn't baby. love that. Well, I, but, but even more than that, Sal, even more than that, Ezekiel, I think I'm, I thought I was the worst person ever in history to wrap Christmas presents until I saw mm -hmm. Zeke do it. And then Dak knocking on the door, totally fixed. That gets the biggest duh of the first. I mean, I think so. everything you're mentioning was pre fabricated. Like it was, you know, right. I, obviously Dak knocking on the door. Of course. Is, but uh, the come producers on, are setting that up. Even the gift itself, I said they probably, producers probably ordered the gift. And it's like, hey, all you have to do is go to YouTube and press how to rep. Yeah, I think everything was done for that. The McCarthy thing is what I'm not sure about. Like, how much is playing to the camera? How much is just him? How much does he think um, uh, Austin Powers, the movie from 30 <laughs> plus years ago, is going to inspire these guys? So. I <clears throat> I don't know. I get, I, get, I, get, I get what he's trying to do with that mojo moment. You know, look. You know, yeah. it's gonna be a time where you just make a play, you know, and I right. get it, but I yeah, that, I just don't I don't really Dan, buy it coming cheesy. from him. I just don't really buy it. I buy the stuff coming from Quinn. I think Quinn, I you know, I know there's a lot of f bombs, and that's not what I'm about, but yeah. I I do I feel his fire. I feel it's a mm -hmm. authentic at least. But uh, well, we got three at least three more weeks of it. But the ending, I have to say, with the Steelers rat lining up, just watching the line of scrimmage. The collisions and the yes. pellets coming up and everything. That got me in the mood. That was very exciting. I mean, besides Harry, though, nobody puts more salt on uh what you're adding salt <laughs> to McDonald's food to Jerry Jones. We still have the tweet was Wait. great there, Sal. Do we know what that Jerry. was? Is that a McGriddle? I don't know because I think it was a McGriddle. All right, you have to figure it's morning. It seems like it's morning time. Right. There was something that suggested it was morning. Other than the just the wrapper, being light out. the wrapping looked like Burger King. The wrapper was we, blurred. It did look like it Burger King. Ask, ask the, guys, yeah. we have an expert here. Harry, what was it? <laughs> it, 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 it did look, Brian, I think you're right. It did look like Burger King. I don't know. Maybe we should uh, ask Meta World Peace, too. I don't know. I'm not sure, but still, look like Burger yeah, King. Yeah, Meta's, Meta's our expert. He's our food expert That's when, true. when Harry's not around. All right. Uh, we've gone over, like I said, three divisions. We finish up the AFC. Today, with the AFC West, the Chiefs are a favorite. I'll give the division odds first. The Chiefs are the biggest division favorite, right? Who else is the, are the Bills the second closest? I wouldn't even know who it would be. Uh, yeah, it would have to be, right? Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City minus 270 to win the division. Chargers plus 490. That's a Dave Damashek pick. Denver plus 700. And the Raiders, brother Bry, 13 to 1 odds. I don't know Bullshit. how. I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> now, we're going to go over all the over-unders. Chiefs, 12 and a half. That's a gigantic monster number. The over is plus 125. Like I said, to make the playoffs, minus 1,200 is yes. No is almost 7 to 1 odds. Um, I, I get it. They won 14 games, franchise record. So, 14 games, and you're adding a game. It would seem like they would get to 13, right? Uh in the last 25 years, let me just read a couple things. Only one team that lost the Super Bowl made it back to the big game after a loss. I think that was the Patriots in 2008. Mm -hmm. They've won five straight AFC West titles. They've won 10 or more in mm. six straight years. They've won 12 or more in four of the last five. Uh, the enemy, I think this is like its ninth year as offensive coordinator. They got the offense clicking. Obviously, it's all Patrick Mahomes, but... The big news is the line, right? Fisher, Schwartz, gone. 
We saw what they did. They lost by 22 in the Super Bowl because that offensive line was a disaster, mostly because of the injuries. They pick up Joe Tooney, Kyle Long, Orlando yeah. Brown, four new starters on offensive line, which is weird. Very strange, mm-hmm. Parley Kid, for a Super Bowl mm-hmm. team. Uh, you got all the pieces in place. Kelsey, 1,400 yards plus receiving. Hill, almost 1,300. Clyde Edwards-Alaire got off to a decent start, and then you like wrote him off like, uh, but 1,100 scrimmage yards. That's all they need from a guy like him, right? Uh, I mentioned Kelsey. Maybe the most underrated tight end of all time. I mean, he's. I think he's top two, one or two or three right there. 1,000-plus yards in five Seasons, even the defense is top 10, even though they have the worst red zone uh, defense, 76% touchdowns. You got Chris Jones, seven or plus sacks. You got Frank Clark, only six sacks. Tyron Matthew had a career high, six interceptions. Deverney yeah. uh, Tardif, he's back. He opted out last year, went to, uh, went to help out in the medical side. I have them at 12 wins. I have them at 12 and five. And, that, and that's crazy. That's a great year. And probably wins the division by three games, but I can't pull the trigger on 13 wins. Harry, where are you with me? You like the under. I do. I, I'm with you, Sal. I, I, I think 12, maybe even 11. Uh, very good year last year, obviously. But uh, and the, the years before with the, four, with the 14 wins, but the few years before that, 12. Um, and eight wins last year. They were very fortunate. They're very good last year, but very fortunate too. Eight wins last year by six points or less. Um, mm-hmm. the schedule here, uh, aside from the schedule, uh, having uh, their division schedule, they have Cleveland, Buffalo, Tennessee, Green Bay. And I know I've mentioned it before, Sal, I think you mentioned it too. That first game of the season against Cleveland, Cleveland's going to come in hungry, steal that game. They should have probably beat them in the playoffs last year. Then the week after they're at Baltimore on a Sunday night, I'm looking at the chiefs at 0 and 2 to start the season to get, so mm. to get to 13, going to mm. be difficult. I like under 12 and a half. I'm with you, Sal, at 12. I, I have them losing that first game versus Cleveland. I have them losing at Tennessee versus Green Bay at Vegas, Bry. That's a Sunday night game, it's a loss. I think. Loss. Uh, <laughs> Amazing then, how the Raiders play good against the Chiefs, though. Amazing. Yeah. At, the, yeah. at the Chargers. I think that's their five yeah. losses. But what, three of the last four are on the road. They have a 32-day stretch from mid-November to mid-December where they're, they're home. So, I mean, we know what we're getting with this team. I just like their extra games are at Tennessee, Green Bay, and Buffalo. Tough run for the Chiefs. But again, it's hard, Parley Kid, to say under when they had 14 wins last year and we're adding a game, right? Yeah, and I think you're getting the value with the over two at plus 125 for a team mm. that's won 38 games over the last three years. Mm. Um, and I look, you've mentioned all the upgrades they've made. Well, what we... We hope their upgrades on their offensive line, really their only weakness, at least it really was only their only weakness in the Super Bowl that we right. saw that it got exposed. Um, so they've made changes there where they needed to make changes. Their defense always seems to make plays when it has to. Uh, and Mahomes is uh, probably the best quarterback in the game. They have tons of weapons, as you said. And Sal, the only way I, in my mind, besides an injury to Mahomes that could prevent them from going over the 12 and a half is that they don't need to go over the 12 and a half. Like they've, you know, right. 12 wins gets them the one seed. I think they're going over as long as they have to play to win. Listen to their last eight games. You've highlighted. I think their last eight games, they could win them all if they have to at Raiders mm. home versus Cowboys home versus Broncos home versus Raiders at chargers home versus Steelers at Cincy, at Denver, 
They can, they're going to they're going to be favored in all those games. That's the whole thing. They, yeah. they can win eight games in a row down the stretch seven. if they have to. Yeah. They really mm-hmm. might. Uh, so to me, um, they, you know, if they're just splitting the first eight, which they're going to be better than that, uh, I think they go over here. So I like the I like the value too, plus one twenty five for a team that is averaging basically thirteen wins a year the last three years. Now you right. give them the extra game. I I wouldn't bet against Mahomes. Well, it's not. I wouldn't bet against Mahomes ever. Very possible there. Uh, now I screwed up the numbers. Twelve and four going into the week eighteen. Does that make sense? I, I can't even figure it out anymore. And then at Denver, you don't know if they needed it. Very right. Very possible, that's going to be right? to if me. That's, that's okay. the biggest thing is you're yeah. rolling the dice on that if, if they need the game. Yeah. Um, right. If, but I mean, if they need these games, well, I think they go over. The only thing that's going to prevent it is a Mahomes injury or. If they don't need to win at the end of the year, that's it. And the crazy thing, if they won't probably need to win the division, as as if you look at all these over other over unders, they probably won't need to win 13, 14 to win the division, right? Like they, I have them at twelve wins and still winning the division by three games, right? So obviously now there's only one seed, one number one, uh, a buy seed in the AFC, right? Uh, brother, brother, they moved to number fifty eight to trade for Orlando Brown. It's a good trade. He only allowed three sacks. Last year, I got this Nick Bolton, this linebacker from Missouri. Um, what do you like? You like them over as well. Yeah, I like the over. I mean, when Mahomes says, you know, a couple of months ago, he said when he wants to go undefeated, uh, you kind of have to take that seriously, right? So this team should be motivated after what happened last year in the Super Bowl, especially with how that line played. Uh, like you just said, there's they had huge upgrades on the offensive line. They had some key additions on the defensive side, too. Now, I guess, you know, to Harry's point, you know, similar to last year, it was almost like th- those games we watched, it was almost like they didn't care for, you know, yeah. three quarters. They or just two, knew they were going to win the game games somehow. and knew they would pull them out. Well, I, they did, definitely didn't cover the last five no, years, right? They, no, they were, no, bad, they were bad cover. Bad. They were bad yeah. at covering, but uh, I think this year they'll be a little bit more motivated. I, I, I would I would mm-hmm. trust in Mahomes here. Um, but I, I think I read this correctly, but I do think Andy Reid, this, I feel like, this sounds right, but I think he's gone over their projected win total in eight straight seasons. I think is yeah. that right? That, I think um, that's correct. I think I gave that side, on Fox So yeah, I mean, you have to like that. You have to take that into consideration too. I mean, he, they're never really taking too many games off. And and like mm-hmm. and like part of the kid said, um, I, I think they're going to be favorites unless you know, depending on if they say they lost week one. But I think they're going to be favorites in every game they play this year. Because even I think in week two. <clears throat> I think they're slight favorites. That's so, the one, right? I think that's they're the slight. One I think they're slight favorites. So when you look at that schedule, yeah. I don't see another game that they would be um, underdogs. So Harry still think that Andy Reid's a bum. Is Harry oh still yeah, Harry, I forgot quiet about, about that. Uh, lately. Yeah. Well, look again. Yes, does he have a Super Bowl ring? He does. But uh, again, Darren, I think anybody could if you had Patrick Mahomes in the right team. I don't think it was Andy Reid. I think it was Patrick Mahomes. So okay. call it what you want. Okay, so pretty good, but, but pretty good staff. They like to play for him. They like to win. Oh. Yes, not fogging up his shield. Couldn't figure yeah, out Brady. Bro- couldn't figure out Brady and Arians in the Super Bowl though. At I mean, that was a, just a miserable offensive line, just miserable. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying I'm glad to see it, but you, you know, it, it's nice to see. Well, you have offensive line injuries, like you can't. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. They can't move the ball, right? right? Like, right, exactly. I, I like things that make sense. Uh, at Tennessee, Bryce. Thinking like maybe the only game they might nah that won't be underdogs. Yeah, no, they'll score we'll seven. Depending on how the Chargers be. are, depending on how the Chargers are playing, that game that's that Darren Thursday mentioned later game. in the season, 
Who yeah, knows? That's a th- week six. Yeah, no, this could be a one and a half point yeah. favorite. Those could there. change. I'm just saying, if you laid out lines right now, they're, right. They're, they'd be favorites every yep. week. Right, every right. Week. All right, Brian. Now, listen, we're going to your Raiders here. Oh, let's do and it. I, I'm trying to think. I'm looking at Polly Kid for a, a long stretch. The, being a Cowboys fan was miserable in terms of losing one score games, right? Um, I don't know who's the hard luck loser in this division. You can make a case for the Raiders. You can make a case for the Chargers. I'll read you their stats in a minute when we get to them. But the Raiders, I I forget how haphazard this is. Six and three last year, and then they go two and five. They're two and six at home in Las Vegas. So so there's no home advantage right there, at least with no fans. And then six and two on the road. How many winning records in 18 years, Brian? Uh, the last 18 years, uh, yeah. one? Just one. Yeah. Wow. Just one. Wow. Um, yeah, well, it was that Gruden, year with Carr when Carr got that hurt. That was it. Carr got hurt when they played the Texans in the first game. The Gruden gets $40 million. Now, granted, his win total has gone up every year, but he's 19 and 29. Um, they were minus 11 in the turnover department. Only Denver was worse. They have the toughest schedule this year. They have Greg Olson's in there for the offensive coordinator. Kenyon Drake's uh, addition, John Brown, Willie yeah. Sneed. Then that Leatherwood, Leatherwood. You hated that pick, right, Brian? <laughs> you hated it. I hated it. So you oh, could- I like the more Morig pick. That was it. I hated everything else. Yeah. They lose Aguilar, who was a more productive receiver than I remembered, if you look sure. at it. And yeah. then they lose this offensive line. They lose Trent Brown, Gabe Jackson, and Rodney Hudson. Um and then you look, they scored at least 30 points in eight games. Like, it's a car had his career high, 4,100 yards. I never would have thought these things if I didn't look up. Right. 68.9%, third best percentage over the last three years. Uh, only Breeze and Cousins ahead of him. Uh, Jacobs, uh, over 2,200 yards in two seasons. And Waller is the big, that's the nice surprise, right? That's the uh, that's the fantasy. I, I'm going to have to steal him from Rebri this year. But 1,100 yards and a hundred plus catches only five tight ends have done that second biggest Gus NFL Bradley. player I've ever seen Waller. What what is it he's the, the second biggest? second big Mario Williams was the biggest guy I ever stood next to Waller was the second biggest in terms, Tallest, of, in terms of just yeah, tall yeah. and muscular I mean that's, right 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 monster yeah and we went uh last year two years ago I don't even know how to do it Gus Bradley first year defensive coordinator got Ngakwe Hayward you added Malik Collins is gone LaMarcus Joyner oh Jeff Heath is gone that's gonna be bad um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out their over under is six and a half. The over is minus 160. Yes, to make the playoffs is plus 350. No is minus 480. Brian, I have them at nine wins. Whoa. They were eight oh, and eight wow. last year. Yeah. I have them going nine and eight. What's that adjustment? Why not? Line? I, I have them going five and two in the five, first seven. Oof. Uh, I think they upset Baltimore. That'll be an upset, right? They lose at Pittsburgh. They beat Miami, which uh, that was a crazy game last year. They lose at the Chargers. Then they beat Chicago at Denver and Philadelphia. I like you five and two and then falling apart a little bit. Um, You're going over too. Yeah. I mean, well, six and a half, look, six and a half is low. Like, do I think the Raiders Mm -hmm. will be good? No, I'm usually real. I'm, I'm realistic. I'm usually a pessimist with them. I usually think they're going to be way worse. Well, they are, they have been terrible. So, Um, but do I think they'll be terrible? Uh, no, I don't. And I know you're saying this is whatever they're considering this the toughest schedule, although 
you know, there's a lot of winnable games on the schedule. Obviously, week one and two are huge. I actually think it could be the opposite where they lose to the Ravens and then they always really? seem to play well against Pittsburgh. That's the team that yep. screws Damashek probably every year. They're, at home, usually. Usually that game's at home. Well, right? there was that yeah, one year, yeah. oh, man, years ago when the Raiders were really bad. They won in Pittsburgh and that was a really good Pittsburgh team too. Really? So it's, it's, it's wacky. But I do think this team under Gruden probably gets to around 500. They do have talent on both sides of the ball. I mean, they lost their offensive line. Obviously, they lost. That was their strong point. They lost a lot of those guys. But I do trust. I think Tom Cable does a good job with any line he has, and they brought in enough guys, and they still have some veterans on there. Where I think they'll mm-hmm. still be good that way. Defensively, they should be better. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent a Gus Bradley guy because I don't necessarily think he was great with the Chargers, but. It's a, it's definitely an upgrade over Paul Gunther, who I was bashing all year last year. Uh, Morig, like I said, in the draft was a good pick for them. Helps on the back end. And Gakwe and Hayward were a good upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this this year, I, I say this every year, this season, is, I, and I'm not the biggest fan of him, I will admit, this season is on Derek Carr. This is his mm-hmm. chance to prove everyone wrong, especially me. Uh, it's time to carry this team. No excuses. If they don't go over six and a half wins, this is on him. I don't care. I don't care what, and that then if they're below that, he'll be gone. So, but I do. Well, he'll get hurt in week three, and then well, he'll, you know, yeah, he'll, and then we get, well, we do be, still have Mariota as long as we keep him and don't trade him. But um, I do think, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I, I'm thinking this is like an eight and nine type of team. All right, yeah. there you go, eight and nine. Yeah, eight and nine. I have nine and eight. Harry, you are not buying any of this. You like the Raiders <laughs> under? So you say six and eleven Best. or worse? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is a low, Brian's right, low at six and a half, but I'm still going to go under. This is the team in the NFL you probably can't trust the most. Just can't trust the Raiders ever. Mayak Gruden never seemed to be on the same page. They're definitely the worst team when it comes to the draft. Brian, I mean, I think you'd agree with that. Just, I think it's three years in a row they've just really shocked you in the first round where it's been an awful pick. Aguilar, you mentioned, Sal, second leading mm-hmm. receiver last year. He had actually he had eight touchdowns. Uh, so you go to Waller, who's the best receiver, who's a tight end there. Uh, who the, who they really have wide receiver-wise, it's going to scare you. But defensively, this team, pathetic. So bad last year. 25th in total yards against. 30th in points against. 29th in sacks. They only had 21 total sacks as a team. And they were 23rd uh, in interceptions. They just give up too many first downs. The defense is on the field too long. I don't see tons of improvement here. They did get a couple guys in the draft later on. But how much are they going to uh, bolster the Ra- Raiders' defense? I'm not sure. I know the number six on six and a half is low, but I think six. I think six and uh, six and eleven. All right, and the truth is, they really could have I mean, that Jet game. I know they were eight and eight, but oh, yeah. my God, what the hell? <laughs> well, they, also the last game of the and year, the right? Dolphins, the, the, the Bronco game. Well, they should have won yeah. the Dolphin game, right? That Dolphin Thursday night game, and then they Saturday. the Bronco game to end the season. They probably well, yeah. I wanted them to tank that game, but you know. Parley kid, it's weird when two teams in a division completely blow up their offensive line. The Chiefs and Raiders have done that. I feel like the Chiefs, I don't know. I'm just confident in them adjusting better, but you like the Raiders under also. Yeah, again, it's the the value here at plus 135 for the Raiders yeah. under six and a half wins. I, I think last year was the Raiders' year to win games, and they didn't do it. Uh, that ship might have sailed uh, for the mm-hmm. Raiders. You know, I, I'm I'm a Gruden guy, guys. I'm, I'm Partial to Gruden, uh, two UD coaches in this division, which is pretty fun for me. Oh, here uh, we but go. <laughs> I, I just feel like Gruden, this was their last year was the year. Like you look at Carr's numbers, you look at the line they had, you look at the year Waller had, uh, and they still really didn't win games. 
Uh, I they have a receiving core. Unless I mean, Rugs should scare people. I'm not sure if he's going to going yeah. to scare people. Uh, their second best wide receiver is uh, Hunter Renfro, who I like, but he's not going to scare you. Um, mm-hmm. Waller's the guy. And I don't know if you guys know, but Waller has not practiced in about a week, guys. He might be more hurt than than we know right now. If that guy misses any time, this yeah. Raiders team is screwed. They're done. Uh, Jacobs, I think, regressed in year two last year. Um, I wasn't, as a fantasy owner of, of Jacobs and really paying attention to him, I was not impressed. I was not right. impressed with the year he had, and now maybe with a worse line. I'm not sure what he's going to do. Their defense is always the same. Gus Bradley is going to help, but uh, you can't have bad draft after bad draft and expect to improve. The Raiders are not going to improve. I'm taking the value at plus 135 on the under six and a half. I think that's the biggest, in terms of a plus number, that's the biggest, right? You don't see more than minus. Have we seen more than minus 160 on an over or under uh, yet? So. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised so it's not more seven or seven and a half because of that. And right? move it to seven. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, Chargers. Boy, this Brandon Staley. I don't know. I don't know if a, if a coach has jumped into a, a better situation. Now you say, oh, you're crazy, Sal. They have the Chiefs in the division. But, um, you know, he was a Rams defensive coordinator. He's 12 to one to win coach of the year. Imagine he comes on. He's already 12 to one to win coach of the year, replaces Anthony Lynn. We saw Lynn on hard knocks. This is another team. Like, this is maybe the team. This is the team you don't want to. This is the Cowboys that we talked about. Yes. Kid. Cowboys West, 12-4, and four, then <laughs> back-to-back losing seasons. They ended on a four-game winning streak. 12 of 16 decided by one score. Listen to this. They've lost 31 games by one score over five years. 31 games they've lost over five years. Uh, new offensive coordinator, obviously, Joe Lombardi. He was the Saints quarterback coach. They they added Jared Cook. They added the guard, uh, Feeler, and uh, Rashawn Slater, the Northwestern guy. They added him. He's a, a draft pick. Hunter Henry's gone. Pouncey, who opted out last year, he's gone. Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot to like with Herbert. 31 touchdown yep. passes, right? Eight 300-yard games. Lots of like with Eckler, 93 scrimmage yards. He averaged in 10 games. Averages five and a half catches, 5.6 over the last two years. And then Keenan Allen, 100-plus receptions in three of the last four seasons. Defensively, Ronaldo Hill's the coordinator. They get Asante Samuel, the kid, in the draft. They lose Melvin Ingram, Perryman, Casey Hayward. They allowed 26.5 points a game. Of course, you got Bosa, seven and a half sacks. Um, you know, uh, Derwin James missed all of 2020. Yeah. This Kenneth Murray, who was their first pick yep. in 2020, had 106 tackles. I do like the team, but their over-under is too high. I have them yeah. nine and seven. The over-under is nine and a half, plus 110. You get for the over. Playoffs, yes, is plus 126. I know Damashek likes them, but I'm going under here. Uh, Parley Kid, you agree. Under nine and a half. I agree with you. Again, uh, I, lo- I like the young coach here, Dayton guy. He was actually a quarterback at Dayton, but he called defense for the Rams. A very interesting mm. uh, right. scenario there. Uh, Her- look, Herbert, I think, surprised all of us last year with how good he was, how quick, you know, and how, especially how quickly he was dynamite. Loved watching the kid play. Yep. But the Chargers had a Hall of Fame quarterback for many, many years in Phil Rivers. And only once in the last 11 years have they reached double-digit wins. And that's what you're asking them to do here. The Chargers are going to charge her. Uh, we know a Chargers fan, Brian. You know, we all know Paulie, our buddy. 
Uh, yeah. Him and I, years go back and forth. Like the Cowboys and Chargers are like basically the same team, right? Mm -hmm. The Rivers and Romo, like they could only do so much. Bosa's going to miss a few games. You could get, take that to the bank. He's going to be out for some point. That's you know, uh, he's not hurt now, but eventually he'll be out and and missing some time. Uh, Keenan Allen's been great. He's like you said, he averaged he's averaged uh, four uh, hundred catches a year for four straight years. Who's their number two? I'm still waiting for Mike Williams to kind of bust out. Uh, right. Losing Hunter Henry is a big loss. I don't think Cook can really replace Henry. I just don't see it. Um, they've lost some key players on defense. I mean, they have James back. That helps. I just think this nine and a half is a little too high for a team that, like I said, when do they ever reach double-digit wins? They they almost never do. Uh, I, I, can't, I can't go with them yet. So I got to take the under nine and a half. Their extra games are New England, Minnesota, and at Houston. Not terrible for oh, to have a and by the way, yeah. by the way, their kicker is going to lose them two games too, right? Like, All right, they're yeah. going to lose two or three games just based on the field goal kicker missing some big field goals. You could take that to the bank as well. <laughs> just beat the the Washington team week one for our Cowboys. <laughs> I have them. I have them actually losing that game. Uh, all right, Brian. Before Harry tries to convince us with the over. Jump on this under with us. Yeah, I mean, I don't have necessarily a ton to add. It's funny. You would think maybe, like, do I do I think they should be good? Yeah, they should be good, right? Do I trust them? Not really. I mean, maybe the mm -hmm. coaching change, you know, changes some of their luck up, but it always seems like the Chargers lead the league in injuries, right? It's usually, well, I'm right. surprised we haven't heard anybody go down yet. Um, but, like, their, their line should be better. Defensively, James coming back will, will help. But I will say... Even with all of that, Herbert was phenomenal last year, right? I, I mean, and way better than anyone expected. Can he duplicate? Can he? Can he be better? Or can he even? That's a great point. Can, can he even? He, can it's he? It's hard to be better. It's hard to be better. Can he even? Especially in second year only. Can he? Can he even duplicate what he had last year? And and again, maybe also as a rookie quarterback, maybe it's a little bit easier when you go on the road when there's no not a lot of fans at those games. So right. that could also help. Or playing at home. I mean, not that they're going to have... Well, I guess they'll have more fans at, at home now, but... Uh, well, that's the whole thing. What kind of team? Are they ever going to have more fans, or is this just going to be the team yeah, that... Yeah, it's like a road the, game the every... opposing team buys up right, all the It's like a road game every time. So right. it's just one of those things, right? All but five games last year were decided by seven points or less, which always seems to be the case in these Charger seasons. So a lot of variables. Um, again, I, I think this comes down to whether or not the coach can change the culture, whether the injuries are there. But I do think, like you guys said, nine and a half is a lot. And uh, I think yeah. for them to get to 10, it, it's it's too high. It's not fair well, considering the Chargers and the Raiders. Uh, I mean, the Chargers, the Raiders have been better the last two years for there to be a three gap, three, win, well, that's what three, I'm looking win, at. three yeah. win gap between the two of these is kind of ridiculous. Mm. It is ridiculous. Uh, it's weird. I'm looking at their home schedule, and this is all my friends. And uh, obviously, the Cowboys. I think I'm going to that game week two. Uh, Chargers are home. Um, you know, I know some Cleveland fans. They come to L.A. I know, of course, a million idiot Patriot fans. They come to L.A. Pittsburgh fans. They'll dominate that. You know, fan wise, the Giants come here. It's uh, it's crazy. I'm, I, I'm trying to think, will they ever have an advantage? Harry, you like the over on the team? Hasn't won a division since 2009. Yeah, I like uh, over nine and a half. To, uh, not a lot, but I do like them to get to 10. Brian mentioned, yeah, Herbert was better than uh, plenty expected. Um, new coach, new attitude here. 
yeah, with the Chargers. Uh, I've heard Joey Bosa's really pumped up to play for him. I listened to an interview yesterday with Austin Eckler. He can't wait to play for this guy. And Eckler is how you mentioned. Like, he missed six games last year, and they were still pretty Eckler good. was on extra points, Harry. What, yeah. what do you listen? What do you have to do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Catch uh, him on uh, other shows. 2000, <laughs> 2019, he had 1,600 yards, 11 touchdowns. Like I said, mentioned. Missed six games last year. Going to be an integral part of this uh, offense. I think 10 is doable for the Chargers. I don't love it, but I think they can get to 10 here. They also have uh, Cincinnati, Houston on their schedule. Like you mentioned, Sal, they play the NFC East. I think they can get to 10. Yeah, if you look at the exact wins, 10 gets you plus six. I think we like them all. I think we like them between eight and 10 wins, right? So if you could figure that out, eight is seven to one, nine is plus 550, the adjusted lines on FanDuel, and 10 is plus 650. So that's the Chargers for you. You know, Parley Kid, you mentioned it like I, 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 I was confused when you said Hall of Fame quarterback, Phil Rivers, no Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to get the same thing with Herbert and Dan Fouts, same thing. Like they could have, I'm jumping the gun a little with Herbert yeah. here, but imagine they have three Hall of Fame quarterbacks and none of them got to the Super Bowl. Is that, I it, wonder what the record is for that. Is that, yeah, it's a great point. But we, we agree that Rivers is a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, I, at least I think he is. I think he's, I have to. Uh, I mean, you have to say it. If you want, so, if you want, so, Romo yeah, I mean, in there, you got to say it. <laughs> it's not easy to win those Super Bowls. How's not Rivers, how, how's Rivers a Hall of Famer, Darren? But you say Eli's not, though. He's a better quarterback than him. I don't know. <laughs> well, his body of work. You just said, you just said Andy Reid. Years. Just because yeah. he won a Super Bowl. Doesn't mean right, he's a great right. coach. He goes back and forth. So you, and again, you, got, no you can't flip flop yeah, like it's know. the same thing. I can. I sure. Can flip can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Last but least, Denver Broncos. Their over under is eight and a half. Over is minus one hundred five to make the playoffs. Yes, is plus one fifty six. No, is minus one ninety. I got to say, like this is a division of disappointing teams. Right. Really is. I take the Broncos over every single year. You I bet do, them to win Sam. the division. <laughs> I bet them and the Falcons every year. Losing record, four straight years. They lost five out of six to close 2020. Mile high stadium. Two and six at home. Not even a home field advantage anymore. They tease their fans with Aaron Rodgers all offseason. Mm. Not even close. You wonder, would they have done something in the draft? Would they have taken Justin Fields if they didn't think they can get Rodgers? Yep. They didn't take Fields, right? Um, I, I, you know, nine starting quarterbacks over the last five years, Bridgewater would be 10 if he sees a game, and he probably will, because you have Drew Locke, 57% passer, worst completion percentage in the league. Uh, you got Teddy Two Gloves for a six-round pick, which is pretty good. 32 turnovers, first in the league. They lose Lindsey and Juwan James. They get Bridgewater, like I said. Javante Williams was a draft pick yep. from North Carolina. Maybe he could... You know, there could be a little spark. They have Cortland Sutton back from injury. Um, on defense, they get Kyle Fuller and Ronald Darby. So they get some corners. Patrick Sertan was their first pick. Uh, you know, they out allowed 31 points per game. I get it. Von Miller was out, right? So that that really says it all for the Denver defense and why they allowed 31 points a game over the last 11 weeks. They signed this Justin Simmons for $61 million. Uh, I have them at eight. I'm not doing it again. I can't take them over. I think I bet three unders, and I think I have the Raiders of my only over in this uh, division. I have them at eight wins. Harry, I think they lose to your Giants. I think they lose at Jacksonville. And then I have them winning three in a row, which is pretty pretty generous to me. And then it's just, you know, mostly losses the rest of the game. What do you have for Denver? 
Yeah, I think eight and a half is too many, too. I mean, the schedule isn't that bad, but still, eight and a half is high. You mentioned Sal, like 25th in points against uh, on defense last year. 11 games. 11 games, they give up 26 points or more. Uh, 24th in total offense. And quarterback issues, even with Bridgewater added, I don't know how much, how great he can be in terms of running this offense. He can manage games, but I don't know about putting up points. And, and their defense, again, soft last year. Just can't see either of these guys, either Locke or Bridgewater, getting it done in the fourth quarter when it matters in games to get W's. I just think eight and a half is too high. Seven, maybe eight. We all are on the under here. I will point out there are extra three games because now you have extra three games. You know, you don't that you don't play the opposite division. You don't play the division, yep. your, your own division. Jets, Detroit, and at Jacksonville. It doesn't get easier for a team than that, I don't right. think, for your extra three games. But uh, brother Bry, you're on the under as well. Yeah, it's weird. Like I feel, I, I, I'm glad you finally took the under on this team. I, I feel like they set this. <laughs> well, it's, now they win the Super Bowl. It, I know yeah. it's weird. It's like I felt like two months ago they set this at eight and a half, and I, I feel like this should have come down, but it still stayed at at eight and a half, mm -hmm. even not knowing. QB situation, but there's, I mean, there's talent on this team. There's talent on defense. There's talent in the skill position. Uh, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't trust Vic, Fan, uh, you know, Vic Fangio and Locke or Bridgewater here. You know, v Fangio is mm. going to be one of those coaches on the hot seat. And I, this QB situation, I, I think they're, I, th I mean, that's going to cost them. I'm actually, you brought it up though. I mean, they really should, you know, they had an opportunity to draft. They had an opportunity to draft one or two of those quarterbacks. And, I love to know if they, they really thought they were getting Rodgers. Like that, that's right. the one thing I want to know. Like right. if, all right, it's, it's acceptable if that's what they thought. Um, otherwise I don't feel like bringing Teddy Bridgewater. It's fine. He can win him a couple games. Yeah. I think, but I don't know. What, I don't know what they were division. thinking. You know, they gave, they gave away games last year. You know, they, that final game against the Raiders. Yeah. They, they gave it away. They also got blown out to the Raiders last year. Again, Lose two to the Raiders last year, get blown out. Same quarterback, same coach, two games better in the win, win total predictions. Uh, Locke, right. Locke missed a ton of throws last year. I mean, he was definitely um, one of the most frustrating quarterbacks if you were a, a Broncos fan. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think, yeah, eight and a half. This, this, yeah, this number should be like seven and a half. It's too high. Yeah, too high. I have them eight. Uh, that, that's all I'll do. Eight and nine. Um, that's probably too generous too. The league doesn't trust them. They have one gave them one primetime game Thursday night at Cleveland. Paul, like kid, you don't trust them either. Yeah, no, I've, this is my third straight under here uh, for this division. I want the <laughs> Chiefs over. Yeah. Uh, this this might be the hardest one for me because I do like their pieces. I like Judy. Uh, I think he's going to have mm -hmm. a breakout year. Um, I like Sutton. I like Font. They're a tight end. I think. Um, they Good luck figuring nice out their running back situation fantasy-wise. Melvin Gordon, Royce Freeman, and like we mentioned, Javante Williams. I think it's, Williams is going to end up being the guy there, but again, yeah. it's it's kind of uncertain. So that doesn't help the quarterback, right, uh, to not right. maybe have a threat like uh, the play action that they like to throw off of as much yeah. if if you can't. And but bottom line, like we've already said, it really comes down to the quarterback play here. I'm not a fan of, of either of these guys. I think these guys are adequate, uh, but adequate does not get you over eight and a half wins. Uh, I have them at six wins going into their last three games. This is where it gets interesting because um, their last three games are home versus Detroit, home versus Cincinnati, and at uh, Raiders. Uh, and they'd have to win all three of those, and they'll be capable of doing it. Uh, but the Bronx, I just don't. 
I don't think they're ever good enough to win like three games in a row. I don't see it happening. I think they get to seven, possibly eight here, uh, and that will be their ceiling. Uh, I just, I, you know, now that we're all really off the Broncos, maybe this is the year they do it, yeah. but I don't see it happening. I'm not sold on Van, uh, Fangio as their coach either, but it's a quarterback league. They don't have the quarterback to get it done. So let's take the under. I think Parley Kid, maybe your schedule cut off because I have their last three at at Las Vegas at Chargers oh I'm sorry first Kansas City you know yeah. what Sal um, that's games 13 14 15 yeah okay you're right and they I you think my, they might I made just a hang note that they need that? to win all three of those games to have any <laughs> chance see. of going under so yeah I have them winning two of those and then losing the last three okay. I, I guess I have them eight and six yeah that's why I, I, I had know. them losing their last few Sal. I, Right. There's three, those three, they have to win if they have any chance. Yeah. And I don't, they're not going to be good enough to win three in a row. Yes. That's a soft spot in the schedule. All right. Yes. So like I said, I think we all have the Chiefs to win the division of um, looking at the over-unders, right? Right? At minus yeah. 270. You could parlay that with something maybe if you, if you can get lucky. Um, and I have the Chiefs under, but I still think they can win the division with 12 wins by three games. So that's going to be interesting. Let's go to the props. Uh, player props, they're all over the place. It's a lot of fun. Like I said, Staley, 12 to 1 to win coach of the year. They had a lot of pressure on this guy. And yet, uh, may, maybe the easiest road to a, uh, a wild card. But I'm going Travis Kelsey, receiving yards, 13 to 1 odds. Um, he's number one odds-wise in touchdowns, plus 850. But for receiving yards, last year he had 14-16. He was only 118 yards behind Diggs, who had the most. 13 to 1 for receiving yards, almost 4,000 yards in the last three years. That's pretty consistent. That's not 1,800, 1,200, and 1,000. That's right around 13, 1,400 every year. I like that. Travis Kelsey, all over him, 13 to 1 odds. Uh, Going to be taking probably a pl- top five or six fantasy pick in the snake draft. When you say Brother Bry, I don't know, right in there. I don't think people are sleeping on him anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, what pick do I have? I think I have eight. Would I, I was looking at would that. Would I take him? Uh, I hate taking Are you keeping anyone, Bry? Well, I looked at you. Yeah, I mean, well, I have, Jonathan Taylor. I have, I have Taylor. I mean, I guess I'll, I, I would keep him. It would be like, what, I have to keep him with the 13th pick? But, yeah, I, I, I would keep him. That's why it's huge in that snake trap to get the first, yeah. first three picks. But, yeah, Kelsey is Kelsey's a guy who – uh, yeah, at least for the bet that you like, Sal, he's gonna be in there, right? He's gonna be in the conversation. Sure. He's gonna be probably in that top five, even for t- for touchdowns too. It seems like they get one a week. It's a pretty easy completion, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it really is. He's what? No one's more wide open six yards down the field yeah. than Travis Kelsey. You know for sure. Uh, but um, if you're looking at me for my prop. Yep. I have Austin Eckler. I feel bad now. I know you had it. Oh, no, I had. Yeah. I feel bad, um, but I do have <laughs> under 825 and a half rushing yards. Look, we know Eckler will be used a lot for the Chargers, especially in the passing game. But whether it's mm-hmm. splitting time or injuries, you know, Eckler's yet to rush for over 550 yards uh, in a season. I mean, I think he's always around that number, about 550. So he's probably, you know, he probably will get, you know, 12 carries a game. Can he stay healthy? Can he get to two? I think he probably has to get to like 200 carries on the season. Uh, to to clear that number, the 825. But they still have guys right. like Jackson. They also drafted that kid, Roundtree. Um, so I think those guys will take some of the load. Obviously, they're going to be looking to get Eckler the ball out of the backfield on some a lot of passes. I mean, two years ago, he had a you know 100 targets, 100 close to 100 receptions, 1,000 yards. Do I think mm-hmm. he's going to get 
a thousand yards rushing and over a thousand yards receiving. I don't think he's necessarily that type of player. I do like his all of his receiving props over, but I think eight twenty five, just a little bit too high for him based on based on his history so far. All right, Parley kid, you like uh, Eckler's teammate, but over receiving yards. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Keenan Allen here over. Uh, 1,050 and a half receiving yards. Uh, somehow we fell short of this last year uh, with less than 1,000 yards on over, like 100 catches. But the guy has averaged uh, 100 catches a year for the last four seasons. He's still uh, easily their number one receiver. Uh, I think they stretched the ball a little bit more down the field this year as well uh, with him. Uh, I think with the extra game, uh, I think he goes over uh, the 1050 uh, yards receiving. Again, contingent. We always talk about taking the unders. I just, I like Allen. Uh, I think he's been a great receiver, a future Hall of Famer. And he still kind of has a, a, some good years left in him. So let's go over the 1050 and a half for him uh, with that prop. Yeah, I think, you know, I got sick of taking unders. I'm like, why well, I have to be so negative? The first three divisions we hit, I, I bet unders on everything. So someone's got to have the most receiving yards. So I went, Kelsey there. How are you liking like, over here in the AFC West? Yeah, I'm going to take a uh, former first round pick now in his third year for the Broncos. Noah Font to go over 650 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he had 673 last year. He led the Broncos in receptions last year by 10. Uh, and this is a situation where I think a lot of times Locke being nervous, Bridgewater not finding anyone open downfield. A lot of times just dumping it off to him. Uh, Security. Oh, yeah, they take you know. forever to score. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know. I mean, but I mean, dumping it off to him for short yardage just on third downs and stuff. I think he's going to get plenty of receptions, plenty of yards in that way. Uh, and over 650 and a half, you get the extra game. He had, like I said, 673 last year. You get the extra game font over 650 and a half for the Broncos. Nice. All right. Well, we'll, we'll post all of those on our extra points uh, pod handle. There you go. Uh, right now, let's quickly jump on. I know we get seasick, but let's jump on the Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling pretend pop propositions as they relate to pop culture and sports. This week, oh, lots of talk about masks. Uh, finally, everyone has agreed to wear a mask. I didn't think it would happen, but finally, it's happened. Uh, 100% pro mask for everyone. No, that's not true. But which current AFC West figure would you least want to share a mask with? Is it Andy Reid, two to one odds? John Gruden, five to one odds? Mark Davis. 7 to 1 odds, the Raiders owner, or Miles, the Broncos mascot, 35 to 1 odds, or you could take the field, Brother Bryant, minus 150. Where are you going? Uh, you know, I do think this one should be a tie between Andy Reid and Mark Davis. Um, <laughs> right. So, it, you know, it, uh, yes. I, I do think, I, yeah, Gruden, yeah, I don't, you know, but Andy Reid, you might get a piece of food in there. Uh, you'll definitely get some pasta sauce or ketchup for sure on Andy Reid. But I'm <laughs> right. just, I'm going to just say, Mark Davis. Just I, I always say this. You can't trust anyone who has that haircut and think it's good, right? So the fact that yeah, you can't right. trust Mark Davis, I there's no way I could trust that mask. Um, so I would not be sharing uh I would not be sharing that with him. That's your guy. Who's a more <laughs> embarrassing owner? It's gotta be. Davis. I said hello to him at a when we went Come to on. the uh, we, we hung out with Jerry. He, he's a good guy. Yeah, well, that's when right. we, Jerry's well, good. When we he's went to the guy. Mayweather, uh when you and I went to Mayweather Pacquiao, I I I tried to say yeah. hello to him, but he he basically brushed me aside. Simmons and I took a picture uh, with him at, at my cousin Jimmy's comedy club open the first night he was there. And then um, we went on, 
we went on guest lines and bashed them for an hour. So there you go. That's just how it works. That's how it happens. In you this have to industry. be prepared for that. Yeah. If you're going to have yeah. that haircut. Sorry. Should have known. Uh, Harry, what are you saying? Oh, the big tomato. The big tomato, Andy Reid. Absolutely. I mean, Here it's definitely, go. definitely going in that mustache. Going to leave some residue of, uh, of food and everything like that. And it's going to fall. That's good onto for the you. Mask. Isn't that it's good news all, for you? Well, it's, well listen, Andy Reid, the big tomato. That's it. All right. Parlay Kid, what are you saying? Well, I mean, is Harry an AFC West figure? He does live out West. Um, yeah. He's sick all the time, uh, as everybody mm -hmm. can probably tell right now. So I'm going to include, I'm going to take the field. I'll take Harry. I would totally refuse to uh, nice. share share a mask with him as a, a, an AFC West figure. I mean, he is I out guess. there. Yeah. 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 He fits into that. But come on, look, that poor guy is sick every other day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's must be, must be the travel. It must be so exhausting it's to be on vacation all the uh, time. I guess the riverboat should be which um, <laughs> which AFC West figure would you least want to fly out to watch your kids for a day? And then Harry uh, could maybe win that. Yeah. I guess I'm the idiot here. Uh, oh, Brian, the field is the answer. Minus 150. Anyone in that black hole. Oh. If we're counting like oh, Raiders yeah. fans, oh, yeah. I mean, these people had a chance when they moved to Las Vegas, like they could have started their lives over like, all right, we've had enough. But I think the team hooked them up as we know, as we heard with um, some of those South Southwest flights, cheap or free or something. Yeah. They fly these lunatics out from <laughs> Oakland. Uh, you and I have experience with them. We, we spent all day with the one or two. Was it Gorilla? McGill Gorilla, Gorilla Man. I don't yeah. know what his yeah. name is. Um, he was the nicest of them and, and a complete lunatic. And then we get to the stadium and I, I basically got pickpocketed shooting a live television. They were, uh, right yeah, there. they were all, yeah, they were all the main, the front row of crazies were all very good. But yeah, you, uh, the fact that they tried to steal your wallet and there was fantastic though. Yeah. Not good. All right. Well, <laughs> that makes sense. We've hit all, all of them. Um, right now, Let's do this. Yes. Baseball returns to his roots today. New York, Yankees, Chicago White Sox, and the cornfields of Iowa make the most out of this historic game with FanDuel Sportsbook. $5 field of dingers. Just bet $25 on a same-game parlay with at least three legs to unlock $5 bonus for every home run hit during the game. You can build it with home runs, strikeouts, take the money line, Lock in your parlay and be a part of history today, August 12th. If you haven't tried FanDuel Sportsbook yet, new users can place your first bet risk-free. That's right. Get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet does not win. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today and use promo code against all odds so they know we sent you promo code against all odds. We have Sharp Tank. Now, I don't want to step on anyone's picks here. Probably, kid, you excited at all for this middle of the cornfield? Our, our guy, Blundell, sent me a uh, video. It seems delightful. I can't wait. It's probably uh, one of the uh, baseball games I've looked forward to um, yeah. the most over the last several years. It's a great idea. Great, great idea. Whoever came up with this was uh, was genius. You know, it would be sad, but wouldn't it also be great if no one showed up? <laughs> I mean, that flies in the face of one of the greatest movie lines of all time. That's true. <laughs> Where the F is everybody? I thought they'd tell. All we had to do was build this thing. But no. That's it. That's uh, it. Do you got what do we like in this game? What do I'm trying to look at this? Um, let's build something real quick for this. Oh, is so this is a well, over, go ahead, Harry. Over. Oh, enough with the goddamn over unders already. Know, enough with you. I don't know how you guys I do it. Yeah, this. I don't know how, like, uh, I, I'd probably play the 
under if I was taking the over under. I don't of know how. Of course you would. Yeah, I don't know how these. Uh, what is it? A ground rule double doing. if it gets in the cornfield? I don't even know the rule. I don't know what they do. <laughs> Lance Lynn minus 190 over a Haney plus 160. And I don't know. Do we have anything for a home run? Yankees total runs is four. That's a fun one. Throw it out at us, meatballs. Go ahead. I like Tyler Wade, 10 to 1, home run. Whoa. Nice. It's a long shot, but 10 to seven, 1. Seven for his last 10. Beautiful. All right. Well, I'm looking at it here. Yeah. Uh, like Tyler Wade. I mean, he's very, he's the very last on the home run list for Fandle. 10 to 1 odds. Beautiful. All right, meatballs. Now, this would be a big score. I know you got to upstage spaghetti, who's not with us right now, but he's been um, taking ownership of all these. Uh, Tuesday dingers. Now it's not Tuesday. We're just doing this for the cornfield special, but let's hit Tyler Wade says, Mikey meatballs, brother, Bry, what's your sharp tank pick? Yeah. Well, um, not to say Chelsea, Chelsea didn't screw up my pick. Um, (laughs) even though I do, Uh uh, I do like, I don't know. I probably like Seattle win this game, but I'm actually going to go in that game. I'm going to take the Connecticut sun first quarter. Minus one fifteen. So in that commissioner's <laughs> cup, I think the storm come out rusty, you know, but it's hard for me to bet. It's hard for me to bet for the full game betting against Brianna Stewart, maybe the, the greatest winner in, in sports history, right. um, especially because there's a good amount of money on the line for these players. You know, some of these players are like could double their salary, which is crazy based on a win here. That's how little that's how little, unfortunately, some of them make. But you know, Connecticut has used these last few weeks to rest up, and I know it's it's said they've been working really hard practicing, whereas the majority of the Storm players were on that Olympic team. So should be a little tired, should be sluggish out of the gate. Um, I think, like I said, I think it's tough to call for the game, but I like the Connecticut Sun to come out early and uh, just playing a little bit harder and smarter early on. All right. Connecticut Sun, first quarter, minus 115, says Brother Bry. How are you ever? Preseason football parlay. It's going to yeah. get better, guys. I promise. <laughs> I, I got a. I actually got a teaser here. I'm going to take uh, the Seahawks <laughs> from plus one and a half up to plus eight and a half against Brian's Raiders. Brian shaking his head no here, huh? Right. Well, um, a preseason teaser is very odd. I, I'm true. Okay, so so listen. I'm going to take Seattle up to plus eight and a half against the Raiders, and in the Julio Jones Bowl, kind of, I'm going to take Atlanta from minus one to plus six. Seattle hmm. since 2015. Four and one straight up last five preseason games versus the Raiders. And like I said, Atlanta to plus six. Uh, a little pride here maybe for the Falcons. Um, five, of the last six pre- five of the last six preseason openers for Atlanta. They've uh, they've won, have either been, uh, they either won or lost by within six. And Tennessee, three and nine <laughs> straight up in the last 12 preseason games. Seven of those losses have been by double digits. And I'm going to ride with A.J. McCarron and Felipe Franks over Logan Woodside and Matt Barkley in the second half of the, <laughs> right. that game. So give me Atlanta plus six, so Seattle plus eight and a half. I get what you're doing. I tried to do it last week with the Cowboys. Take it over, tease it to over a touchdown. And uh, I told you the under last yeah. week. Well, I, why aren't you jumping back on unders? It's the same kind of thing, right? You're going to see three-yard screen passes. This is every team's first game except for the Cowboys and Steelers. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to tease anything, tease the under. I don't know. All right. Par- par- parlay kid. Jump on it. Like I said, slim I, I'm, I'm still suspended, right? I thought I had like Oh, a, right, right. I'm so sorry. Which I'm this so sorry. I couldn't ask joking. for a better time to be suspended, to be yeah. honest. What do you mean? This is true. This is working out fan, fantastic true, for me. Ah, what um, are you doing? Like, what are you doing with your free time? I want to know. <laughs> Tell people. 
<laughs> I I do suggest we do put money on the Aces to win the championship at plus two twenty. Yeah, uh, something that we should do now. That Brian's uh, right. They uh, got just get another past friend of the program. Look at look at what we've done for the friends of these pro our program. Right. I know Luke Garza is like doing very well and in, in uh, yep. summer league and uh, all these people we've had on. We have UFC guys on. They've gone on to win. You know. Poirier, all the they flourish after they come on these programs. So right, something tells me this Vegas team wins it all now. Let's. They that's not my sharp tank. They but. should. No, they I should win. They have like the best roster. They, the problem with them, I, I I said this I think when we had Gina on. They just if you look at their three point shooting, it'll be like you know they'll make two a game or they'll take eight. They'll attempt eight because they're they're all inside. I mean Chelsea, right. Chelsea's the they only. They got to get past shoots, Seattle though, Brian. Threes. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I'm trying to think of all the other um, guests who have thrived uh, from being on against all odds or extra points. Ben Kelly was on, right? And he's gone, <laughs> gone to do great things. Um, he's been invisible, know. Darren. Where's he been? Ben, where you been? Ben? Uh, all right, so I have two to choose two. from. All right, let's go Connecticut Sun. We're in the WNBA mood right now like to uh, win the first quarter. Minus 115. And that'll do it. I know uh, everyone. So we did the AFC. We'll hit the NFC East and the NFC North next week. Uh, do we even have to do the NFC East? Cowboys, right? <laughs> Cowboys, Polly Kid, raise That's your hand. It. Cowboys. Yeah. Harry, Cowboys, Washington. Brian, Cowboys. Washington. All right. So we'll go on to the North. <laughs> um, that comes up next week. Lots of fun. We're getting close, guys. We're getting close. Middle of August, just a couple more weeks. We'll be right there. And that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For the Degenerate Trifecta, Mikey Meatballs, and Chelsea Gray, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na,